I got a fever. And the only prescription is for... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have my... Ah! Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 17th, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today, back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And did they pick the best cigars of 2016 correct, or did they get it wrong? We'll debate that. And this is the very last live The Cigar Authority show Aww. of the rest of the year. Yay! Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only cigar radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our friends at Facebook Live, baby. So what are they talking about? Uh, Ten inches, a foot of snow out there? Is that what's happening? They said three to six. Yeah. That was before I woke up this morning. I think it's uh, it's on the higher end of that. Yeah. Um, It was light and fluffy, though. But I'm surprised we have a studio audience. Hardcore. This is the hardcore because I said nobody's going to show up. And Mr. Jonathan and Barry told me who was going to show up. That's correct. That's correct. Very hardcore. Um, because they're out there driving around like uh, they forget how to drive. Because I drink Cuban coffee, I was able to see into the future. Yeah. I knew they were coming. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So, uh, no Chuck. We have um, uh, Chuck at the Patriots-Denver, Colorado game. Yep, flying out to Mile High. Hopefully he left already. Hopefully he already left. And uh, filling in is the ash hole. Yes. Derek Stewart. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome back. The Ashholes are in the house. And they're doing good, huh? Doing good. It's going. You, you, Excellent. You, you're not skipping a beat. You're getting better. It's, uh, it's good. Every week. Can, yeah. we, can we talk about their streak? <laughs> What's the streak? What's Two streak? weeks in a row. Oh, screwing with the manufacturer. Pissing they... off a principal owner of a company. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, if did. you do it this week, it's a hat trick. So they wow. are the Ashholes. It says right in there. What were you expecting? They are the assholes. It's going to happen. It's well, going to happen. Listen, if it was going to happen, I feel like it should have happened sooner. They established the jab by being all nice and agreeing, agreeing with each other, and then because they really out of did. nowhere, pissing people off. Yeah, that's what so who did. did the pissing off this week? Uh, that was Dan. Ah. Oh, this no, oh, the, no, no, this no, week, all of our, oh, the, This week, week it was a combination of the three. Yes, okay, because they were. Smoking gotcha. hammered sickle. We don't have to go oh, there. We, we, we don't make it even worse. <laughs> make, don't even make it any worse. Just it, listen to the show. Right. Listen, listen to, the, to show. the show. You'll be pissed off, too, because I was. So it's the ashole.net. Yes. Dot .net. Because we were too cool to have a .com. Nah, because you need the net. You, you could have done .co, like 
Cigar Journal. Ah, mm -hmm. we could have because that's cool. Or dot TV. Or dot TV would have worked. You can do dot triple X now too, for some See, sites out there. See, that would have been perfect. The yeah. three of you doing it all natural. All natural. Yes, sir. No, they don't have to be the porn stars. They can still be the ash holes, but it just nah. is dot XXX. The ash holes in the nude. Okay. No, it's it not could happen. No, the, please in, don't. In, in the raw. In the raw. <laughs> okay, so um, this week we're going to talk about the best cigars of 2016. According to them, them are the other people, not those us ourselves. <laughs> the other people. Those people. Those people. And we'll, we'll get into that. We're talking about Cigar Aficionado. We're talking about Cigar Journal. We're talking about other cigar stores, other publications. And we're going to get into that. But uh, we thought, seeing everybody wants this, and this is like the last of the last of these. And I yelled at you earlier today because you said I smoked one. I bought it. But everybody wants them. It's a shame to take what everybody's looking for. I understand. W was everybody looking for these three days ago? No. Starting yesterday, everybody was looking for them. We sold out in hours online. Yeah. Uh, the stores, before you knew it, people were coming and asking for it. Be and it's not, let me buy a whole bunch of these things and corner the market. It's the person who never had it before says, I have to end up trying it. Right. Let me see what it's about. And the person that did try it before, let's take you, for instance. I never tried it before. Oh, really? Never. Oh, I, I wanted to did. know. I wanted to know what the hype was about to be able to speak about the cigar intelligently, so that if somebody comes in looking for, say, a mild cigar, would I send them in the oh, direction? All of, this time you didn't have it. this. Anyway, um, typically I don't smoke LFD when with their regular stuff unless it has a shade wrapper on it because most of their stuff is too strong for me. Well, you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this. I know why you thought I smoked it because they smoked it. We smoked it. You got me. You smoked it on the asshole. That was, that was yes, the first episode. First cigar that they smoked. Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. I think not. So, Barry, what is this, the, the number one cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado? Well, it is the La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bowl, and it invokes the spirit of Spain's famous Toreros. I'm sure Todor I put you Todoro. Well, they actually have it spelled T-O-R-E-R-O-S. And this cigar has Toro. character and flair in both its flavor and presentation. It features a dark, natural Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper, which covers a powerful Dominican binder. I can see Dave sweating already. And fillers of Criollo no 98, a secret hybrid tobacco, and a touch of Pelo de Oro. It measures 6.5 by 52 by 65, comes in boxes of 10, with an MSRP of $15 a stick. So this is a figurato, meaning it has a point at the end, and then it actually bulbs to the 65, and then it actually tapers down a teeny bit. A little bit. So a special mold made for this. This is a one of a kind. I don't think there's another cigar shaped exactly like this. Uh, big, not the regular La Flor Dominicana band, but a green and black band with a torcedor on there with his cape. Um, and the, uh, how do you say the name of the, the line again? Andalusian Bull. Andalusian. It's written, written in a script that... To me, it's very, very hard to read. Because you're old. Because I'm old. Uh, Try the lower part of your glasses. Is, uh, isn't that, are those trifocals? <laughs> they are. So the lower part, instead of looking at through the top they, part, look but, at it through but, the lower but look part. But at, look at the kind of script it is. It, it almost looks um, Middle Eastern. It does. It has a, definitely has that Sanskrit feel to it. Yeah. 
It's very hard to read. Even the word bull, you know, you know it's B-U-L-L, but it's, it's slashy. I don't know. It's slashy. But who am I to say? Cigar Aficionado said it's the cigar of the year. How much for this? $15. $15 cigar, boxes of 10. Boxes of 10. Yeah, so not, not too bad. Let's give it a cut and light. See what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. The foot of the uh, cigar has a molasses fig-like note. So I, I taste the dry pull, a little um, mustiness. Mm. Yeah, there is. What the hell is going on with my mic, Derek? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, uh, there it is. All right. <clears throat> You're breaking things, man. All right. So Bigfoot, big uh, end on this thing, 60, 65. 65 ring gauge on the foot here. So we need something big to be able to handle this thing. It's well, the largest cigar and ring gauge to ever get number one from Cigar Aficionado. There we go. Well, we got a lot of firsts here. A lot of firsts. Not the first time that we've used this lighter on the show. This is the Vertigo Champ. Perfect. It retails for $29.99. It features four jets, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and, yes, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Probably the biggest-ass tank that they have on a lighter. And if you keep this in your pocket, she'll think you're happy to see her. There we go. So here we are in the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. Yes. With the number one cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado, which is a Fleur de Minicana, lighting it with a champ. I'm taking a little bit of credit for it. I mean, 99.98% of it goes to Lito and Tony Gomez. Okay. But we put La Fleur de Minicana in the mind of millions, of over a million people. Including the people from Cigar Aficionado. Yes, I know Gregory Matola listens. Now, Cigar Aficionado has been doing this about 10 years, top cigars of the year. Approximately. Um, I don't believe the Fleur Dominicana has ever want, bestowed that championship. No, first before. time. So good for them because they're good people. Um, been around since 92, I believe. And that's when Cigar Aficionado came out. And you look early on, uh, La Fleur Dominicana has been an advertiser with them forever and ever. 94. That's why they came out the... Okay, 94. Yep. 94. Uh, Listen, steady, uh, doing the right thing. Lots of uh, unique stuff that they, 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 they've done. Um, good job. They good definitely job. changed up their portfolio. I mean, Lenox, now this, the Reserva Special with the Pearl. Yep. Uh, per, uh, Pearl this band. has a lot to do with, with, with Tony. Yep. Um, this is a um, younger him, blood. Yeah. And, um, you know, probably sitting there arguing with his dad and saying, let's do this or whatever. And whatever it is, it's working out. Sometimes you've got to look to the younger person and say, what is it out there? Because we get honed in our way, and we still want to use the dial telephone, but we just can't find one. The rotary phone? Yes, the rotary phone. (laughs) Um, So uh, this, unfortunately, isn't part of the Cigar Authority Care Package because we didn't know they were going to pick the Cigar of the Year as the cigar. And wouldn't have been nice to know, and this could have been part of it, and you'd be smoking along with us. That being said, the Cigar Authority Care Packages is we're accepting people if they want to join this, which is meaning we're going to charge you $20 per month 
and we're going to send you four cigars every single month. And we're going to build up to 1,000, or we're going to stop at the end of the year. We're not there at 1,000 still. I thought we'd be there by now. We're not. Um, so maybe it's going to go to the end of the year, or when it hits 1,000, uh, whichever comes first. If you're interested, there's still time, not a lot of time. Get in, go on to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see the care package. Click the button. It's going to take you there. We're going to charge you 20 bucks, And uh, towards the very end of the year, we're going to ship those cigars, which will be the January care package. We don't even know what that is yet. So uh, me and Ed were talking, well, what are we going to do? Yeah. It's, uh, you get caught up in all different things, and uh, we don't actually know what, what it is. But it's going to be four cigars, including shipping. It will be worth it, believe me. Never once has it been less than the cost. Right. We've lost money every single time. You'll be happy to know that. <laughs> I'm not this happy to know. This month, you definitely did. Yes. I'm not happy to know that. Yes. We're going to, uh, next week's show is actually not next Saturday. We're going to tape it on Thursday for Saturday's show. And that cigar alone was uh, 50% more than the whole care package by itself. So uh, the, more uh, than that. The, you guys have, I'm sure, in your life had Fruit Loops. Yeah. So you open up the box of Fruit Loops. And you just take a whiff out of the box, right? That's the aroma I'm getting off the foot of this. I feel I hate, like you then, you because you're so right. Then I, the did taste. I, did I feel you did this last week? The same exact I, thing? I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting somewhere with this. Okay. Because the cigar that we smoked last week had a similar tobacco, I believe. And there's a, a front-end spice on this. And then I'm getting the Fruit Loop taste in the flavor of the smoke as well. Could it be that that Pelo de Oro tobacco ah. tastes like Fruit Loops? Because I think the cigar that we smoked last week when I tasted Fruit Loops had the Pelodioro as well. Very interesting because I'm getting it. Huh? Very interesting. I don't I, even I, remember what we smoked last week. I just remember, I remember yeah, making the yeah. off-the-cuff joke going, ooh, Pelodioro, that's my favorite. And I, just, I know I said Fruit Loops last week. Or it might have been two weeks ago. I'm sure Rudy in the chat room will tell me what we smoked last week. Yeah. So. But I think you did do it last week. I thought I was having, I, I didn't think it was almost Christmas time. I thought it was near. Like uh, deja vu? Yeah. Groundhog Day? Groundhog, yeah. One of the happening. 10 movies that you referenced? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I live. That's where I live. Uh, so let's take a look at Cigar Aficionado's top picks for the year. Let, let's go to the top 10. And we know this is number one, but uh, number two, very, very close. Was the Rocky Patel Sun Grown Maduro Robusto? Maduro. And that's a Nicaraguan cigar, by the way. Rocky Patel stuff is mostly Honduran, but that's a Nicaraguan cigar and a Maduro. Usually you don't see Maduros in, the, in, the, in their top list. No. So that's interesting, yep. too. Uh, number three. Number three was uh, a Cuban, and it's a Particus Siri E, number two. There we go. Uh, somebody had that. That, that was me. <laughs> Now, I Mr. think... Mr. Jonathan had that as their pick. I think so, well, that yeah. that was going to be Cigar of the Year. Yes, you said it was. And they changed their mind after I said it. They're like, nope, we can't let them win, just like you. Yeah. They got it out for me, and they switched it. That's what I'm going with. Because there was a lot of bets on that they were going to give it to Cuba with Fidel Castro dying right. and all that stuff. Yeah. And this, is what was gonna go, this is what you were saying anyway. Cuban apologists. I, I talked to a few influential people in the cigar industry this week. Some came to visit and some came into the store, some with a phone. And everybody was talking about this. This is the interesting thing of this. And I got to give lots of uh, uh, praise to these magazines that put this out because you're giving some attention to the cigar industry. Now that I started it in 1992, let that have that no effect that we've done Cigar of the Year since 1992. But you're doing it now. And uh, I'm not flattered by it. You copied me and it pisses me off, to be honest with you. But 
That being said, I think it's good for the industry. People are talking about it. So um, I think Mr. Jonathan wins the award right there as the third cigar of the year he picked as number one. You did good. Nailed that. You got it. So that isn't with, with Cigar Aficionado. But going forward, what do we have? At number four, we have E.P. Carrillo Selection Escuro Pyramids Royale. And that's a mouthful right there. E.P. Yes. E. Carrillo, Cigar Aficionado has always loved E.P. Carrillo. Ernesto Carrillo from the Liguri Cubana days all the way through. Escuro is black. Yes. It's another Maduro cigar. Yes. Um, out of the Dominican Republic. So uh, here we have a Cuban, we have a Nicaraguan, and we have a Dominican, along with the Dominican Cigar of the Year, which is uh, interesting also. So moving up to number five. At number five, we have the Padron Siri 1926, number 90, natural. Derek hit that. Did he say natural, though? I said Maduro. Fail. Yep. Hey, close enough. Yeah. You know what? We'll give you a cigar on that one. Yeah. Which is a round Padron anniversario. In the tube. Usually Maduro's not a good place to go, but here we have two, two here yeah. that's, that's proving me wrong, but that's interesting. So uh, we're, we're pretty good with that. Go ahead. At number six was the Atoro Fuente Rosado Sungrown Magnum R44, which is a brick-and-mortar-only cigar. Okay, I get a half a point for that. Because I said it's going to be an Atoro Fuente. And Jonathan yelled at me and said, so you get the whole Atoro Fuente right, line. Right, you get the whole line. Did you have to, didn't you have to drill down a little bit I on drilled, that? I drilled down to because of the death of Don Carlos. Okay. I said, I'm going to go with Don Carlos. And, and you're I still going to give yourself two. half a point. Whatever. You, you win. <laughs> you win. Derek's in second. And it, either I came in third or fourth, whatever. Uh, because Barry... I uh, never got off the starting block. Right. Uh, Barry had picked. What did you pick, Barry? I picked Romeo and Juliet Bellicoso Cuban, which didn't even make the top 25. Yeah. Looks so, like they hate you more than they hate me. Yes. But come on. We're pretty good, right? Yes, we are. We not, we're not saying we agree with this or we, don't, or, we do, or we disagree with it. We're saying our, the idea was to look into their minds and figure out what they were going to do. Pretty damn good. What's the play? Yeah, what's the play? I think we got, we, we got you figured out, Cigar Aficionado. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Number seven was Norteño Robusto Grande. That is... Um, Another Maduro. Drew Estate, Willie Herrera. It is not a Maduro, though. It's Doc Cigar, but I don't think... I think it's um, San Andreas. I think it might be Mexican San Andreas. Rapper. Yeah. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, now... Um, Go ahead. Keep going. And then I'll, I'll beat this all up together. And then uh, after that, at number eight is the Oliva Serie V Milanio Robusto. Um, that was the cigar of the year in 2014. <laughs> and now it is the number eight cigar of the year, years later. Yes. This is where I have the problem. But well, they had that, me. technically the Figurado was the cigar of the year. Yeah, so whatever. It's, a, it's an old cigar. You know, it's the Godfather of the Cigar of the Year, right? Yep. It's the movie of the year. Because, uh, it's, because it's good. Even though it's 2016 and it came out 25 years ago, it's the movie of the year. Use the same example I do. every time. Yeah. It's once Get a year. another movie. No, it's once a year. The only <laughs> one that knows it is you. Go I ahead. still haven't seen it. <laughs> um, at number nine is the Hoya de Monterey Epicure number two. I had mentioned that. That when I was in the Dominican Republic, that was my go-to. I mean, when in, in Cuba, mm. it was my go-to. Cuban cigar. I went to a whole bunch of different things, but it would be my go-to. Actually, the price. It's a very good price. And number 10 is the Punch Grand Puro Santa Rita. Now, there's always been a Punch Grand Cru. Is this something different? Is this new? Or 
I don't know enough about this one. Uh, you know what? Um, I don't even know. Okay. It's Punch Grand Crew. It's an old brand, but maybe this is, a, you know, I don't want to say uh, here they go to another old cigar because that might have been. It, a, it is an older cigar. It is, okay. It definitely is an older cigar. Okay. So and rather than go through the whole top 25 of theirs, uh, because we're going to go through a lot of different lists, some honorable mentions I want to mention uh, in, in some surprise. First off, it's, it's nice to look at. Um, number 11, like it didn't make the top 10. Last year it was Hammer and Sickle. It's like, ugh, number 11, you, you know, yeah. what do you do with that? It was so good it was number one twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this year, Casa Fernandez got it with their <clears throat> Miami blend. So there was a U.S.-made yep. product, which was pretty cool. Yep. Um, and then you got uh, number 12 as being a Mexican cigar. So now you're putting things in. And we're going to give you a wrap-up of, um, so of what um, countries ended up working. Yeah. But some honorable mentions there that I'll mention is I was happy to see uh, Nick Melillo as number 25 with yep. El Luense. Yep. Uh, I remember um, when Tatuaje got number 25, and nobody knew what it was, and we had carried the brand and stuff, but... All of a sudden, it shows up in Cigar Aficionado and kind of brings the light to it. Does it. Isn't that kind of a nod to the geekdom on their part? Yes. Because they've historically been really just big-name yep. brands that, ends up, that end up being the players. I like it. I like the idea of them at least saying we're in on these small brands, too, <clears throat> that we're just not going to play the bigger players, even though the top ten is absolutely certain. Huge companies, with the exception of E.P. Carrillo, and for whatever reason, he, he always throws him yep. a bone, uh, which is very nice. And he also showed a little love to Skip Martin and Mike Rosales at number 15 yes. with Cro-Magnon. Absolutely. Another one. So those were two interesting things uh, that, that I found. Are there, is there anything else grab you that, that looks like, uh, wow, here's a surprise? It was a, it was a pleasant surprise to me to see both of those guys on there. I like to see it. Uh, they, they did not throw any love to Steve Saka. Yep. Um, there's been a, an ongoing little tiff with the, uh, mm. where um, you're not going to see that. Yep. Um, the same goes for you. You don't see Perdomo yep. on their list ever. Yep. Um, he's not an advertiser. He, uh, they've had problems over the years or whatever. So he can come out with the greatest cigar in the world, and he does all the time, yep. and it never shows up. Another one is Davidoff. Why don't they do Davidoff yep. in their top? cigars, and it's another thing that's been going on there, and they are advertisers and stuff. They deserve to be there, too, and they're not. Yep, and there was no love for uh, Tatuaje this year, mm. who had a string of multiple years in the top 25. How about my father in, in general? They were there at number 16 with the El Centurion H2KCT. Okay, and we had talked about El Centurion would, would possibly be there, too, mm. although older cigar, been there before. Yep. Um, cigar's been out two years now, I believe. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, if you go through this list, unless I'm way wrong, there were only two cigars that came out this year. Um, I believe the Rocky Patel Sungrown Maduro. A couple years old. It is? Yep. LFD for sure. Yeah, now, LFD new. is really new. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy who does did, the most did you hit Siri about the thing. It's on off. It is on off. Well, that doesn't mean that your Siri won't wake up if you say. I've H never used Siri in my life. H e y s i r y. Did I, I say it? You you may have said something that hey, sounded seriously. like it. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, Siri. <laughs> Ended up doing that. Mine'll wake up if I say, "Hey Siri," it'll. Yeah. 
Wow. So did mine. He, <laughs> he drank a bite as well. <laughs> I can control them all. So the other side. <laughs> so I said, hey, seriously? And they picked it yeah. up. Thought you were talking to her. Wow. So the two cigars on the list, I believe, came out this year with the Padron 90 and the Andalusian Bull. And the Andalusian Bull came out right before the trade show. Am I right? Right before. Yes. So, yeah, it's got six months, so they got to. So it, it, did they all give these, like, supposedly they're supposed to give it a high rating, and after they give it a high rating, they smoke it again? Right. Okay, and has that been done? Uh, it's uh, got yeah, a high rating before? Yes. Okay. It, it just in, has to get above a 92. It was Insider. And that's okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. They, uh, list. you know, I, I hate the, the old stuff that they end up putting on there. Um, also, you know, when we're trying to figure out what it is, we're saying, okay, there needs to be something here from Drew Estates. There needs to be something here from this company, from that company. And, and it, just as we said, there's going to be there. Here's something from La Flor Dominicana, Rocky, Cuban, uh, Fuente, Padron. The only surprise there is, and I would have hate to have been Pete Johnson, ex- not seeing my name in the, in the list anywhere, and then assuming that it could be number one, because he's he's almost always on the list. That must have been right. a, that yeah. must have been a rough day. Yeah, he must have thought, "Oh my God, I'm there." Um, do, do they know in advance? I don't think so. None of them know. Even no, the no. number one Even guy doesn't know. One. Really? Because you would think they all have production issues when cigar number one comes out. Yeah. If they knew they were going to be number one, they would have the cigar in mass production already to meet the demand. We know La Florida Dominicana is going to have a major problem with it. The good news is I think we're going to be able to get some double the heroes now because right. everybody's going to be chasing this <laughs> <Yes>. one. <laughs> and double the hero is the one that we have a hard time getting. getting. Typically. And, yeah. um, and Carney's in the chat room, and he just said nobody told us. So. Okay. All right. Congratulations, John Carney and mm. La Florida Dominicana. I couldn't be happier. Um, usually uh, I, I go into some – Negative feeling when when this comes out, and you know I'm like, why did they do that? And you know, hey, the, but I was so happy this time. It's, it was a, good. it's a it's a new cigar. I think they did get it. Although this is the one that has been a bit of a pain to keep in stock, and that's yeah. of course but, that's but, the one but they pro- pick. But props to them for a few different things that are here. Um, some new cigars on there. The Padron, like you mentioned, the Padron 90, obviously, this year. Um, the Cigar of the Year, uh, La Fleur Dominicana. And getting a couple of small guys in there, the Cro-Magnon and El Oense, among some other, other things in there. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot to destroy here. You know, I'm geared up to do it, but it's pretty good. So John Carney said, this is how much a surprise it was. Our factory is closed for the holidays. <laughs> oh God! So they can't even make them right Big now. Big mistake. <laughs> Open it up. Really? Open it up, you guys. What I what I find very funny, and Carney will probably giggle at this, is the uh, the local rep. They they're between reps right now. The local rep just gave his resignation and has moved on to yes. his new job. That's right. So Carney's been doing straight. double duty up yeah. here. Yeah. And I mean. Every rep that reps LFD is going to have the year of years. I wonder if it's like they win and it's like, oh, God, now they, you know, instead of 
happiness and stuff six months into it. It's like it's been nothing but a hassle because he's not going to have – we're going to ask for cigars. We're yep. not going to get them. Every you know, rep is going to get beat up going into a store. Where is it? I ordered it. How come it's not here? Yeah. But the flip side of it is that the attention being brought to a company like La Florida Minicana that could use – they could use people going. They've got something for everybody in just about every price point. So a nice little, we'll call that an ad bump for the year. So maybe someone doesn't get the Andalusian Bull, but they try something else they end up really liking, and LFD benefits from it that way. So I'd say this is a seven and a half, eight in strength. Yep, I gave it an eight in power. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I can get, it's, it's not, some of the tens, you know, of La Florida Dominicana, double the hero, chisels, things like that. It's a 10. The it's Oro Tubo is yeah. a, as a 12 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of the strongest yeah. cigars out That oh. I can't do. I can smoke this cigar and like it. Mm-hmm. And I've always said about the guys that make big ring gauge cigars, taper it down so I don't have to stick that big cigar in my mouth. They did it. Mm-hmm. There's so much that went thought that went into this, that why it's so correct. Box is a 10. Yep. You're going to buy a whole box. We saw that yesterday. Yep. By the way, Connie, you're listening? We don't have any. But everybody's saying that. <laughs> we, we had plenty, but we don't have any now. Right. That was gone. I walked in the store. Everybody's on the phone. There's three phones going in, in the back when I walk in. People are running in the store. And I just step back. And I just let them do their thing for about 20, 30 minutes. Didn't even notice David walked in. And it was over. And Ed went into the computer to actually refresh it so that it showed online. There wasn't any glitch in between. Right. It showed online that we're totally out, and it was over. And then everybody's like, okay, that's it. All they're dealing with now is phone calls that are coming and saying, no, we're all out, we're all out, we're all out. And that's it. So uh, when are they coming back? Of course, well, they will not be back for Christmas. They will not be back for the New Year's. And now they're on vacation. They will not yep. be back in January, I'm sure. Yep. We, a lot of people signed up to be notified, which you can do to – um, through the two guys' website. Yeah, so they can notify me. So as soon as me. they put back in the system, you're going to get an email that they're available. Which means you don't get them. You just get an email. email then you have to act on that email. Right. Which yep. is good, too, that people that check their email, you know, once every three days and stuff, they, they, they're going to miss out. So pay attention to it as it is. And um, those that walk in the store want to come in, they're going to grab it before the guy clicks the button. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be... A six-month thing. By the way, Carney says we're going to have him back in stock on Monday. They shipped ten oh two in the morning to us on Thursday. Of what they had left. Of what they had left, and they're coming to oh, good. Cigars. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you. I'm Thank getting you. a little apple cider. Spicy apple cider. Yeah, a little bit of uh, canal yes. sprinkled on top of yes. that. Uh, that's, you know, the word I can't pronounce. Cinnamon. Thank you. Interesting. And a little bit of oak. It's a little oaky. It's got a powerful aroma on the mm. foot. Through the retro hell. You got a retro hell to get the Absolutely oak. not. Retro hell. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. <laughs> no. You should. It's a cigar of the year, according to the Cigar Aficionado. Yeah. Do no. it. I hurt myself last week. It wasn't good. I had a headache. This is starting to build up in strength. When we did the show of Could Have Been a Contender, it was on there. Yep. It was on our list of Could Have, Should Have Been a Contender, for yep. sure. Yep. The reason why it wasn't is because we had to put our contenders pack together beforehand because we had to actually make a pack and say this existed before that, so we ended up not doing it. So this this year, there's an asterisk on it. That's why we even did that show. There's an asterisk because there's a whole bunch of great cigars. Absolutely. We had 25 great cigars that should have been in, in, the, in there also with the seven that we had chosen um, it, to try to figure out which one it is. So. Facebook is demanding before we go to commercial break that you retrohale, Jonathan. 
They're saying, do it, oh, be a well, man. Facebook is demanding. Your fans want you to retro hell. No. <laughs> it's not doing it. <laughs> All right. Come on. Come on. Uh, no, he's not doing it. He'll do it. I ate a scorpion. You did. I retrohaled yeah. last week. Come on, we'll quote Feinkenfutter. In 28 days, we'll make you a man. Maybe the next. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, anybody? Maybe no. when we come back. Uh, okay, let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to dig into um, more picks for 2016. What others did. Did they get it right? We'll decide. Um, and. Uh, Stick around, everybody. We're going to smoke uh, uh, another great cigar in the next hour, too, uh, from some two other people that said it was the cigar of the year. So uh, stick around. we got lots more coming. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout. You never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. 
Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Stop, Look at you, Derek, making sure you're taking care of Mr. Taking Jonathan Carney. Carney. You gotta go. take care of Carney. He's on top of the world. You have, people have, food you have an unhealthy love affair with certain people in the industry, Derek. Dude, how can you not have a thing for John Carney? You can't not have a thing for Carney. Come on. He's a good dude, man. He is a good dude. He's a hard-working guy. Carney, if you drop a cigar in front of Derek, do not bend over to pick it up. <laughs> we're, smoking not, the Andal- we're smoking the Andalusian Bull by La Florida Dominicana, voted Cigar Aficionado's Best Cigar of 2016. It is a big ring-gauge cigar that tapers down. I'm mentioning during the break, it's burning cool. Because yes. it's so thick, Correct. but it's not big in my mouth. We're not complaining about putting this big cigar in our mouth because it tapers down. Genius, genius, genius. It is getting a little heavier it than is getting what I stronger. Would typically smoke. So our friends on Facebook would love to see you retroheal this. And we're going to talk about Facebook, so give them a little, just a little taste. I'm not, a little bit. Just I'm not little... vomiting on the show. This is, this is too much. <laughs> it's too much. I know you guys all get a kick out of me dying, <laughs> yes. but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, but you'll taste these tastes. You get a little cold? I'm getting, no, no. a little stuffed up, I think. But It'll be like wasabi. It'll open you right up. I don't know about that. So Facebook, uh, we're on Facebook Live, and uh, I check out Facebook a couple times a day uh, to see what's going on there. And I found something very interesting on there having to do with um, the Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado. Uh, and I'm going to share it with you. If Maybe some of you saw it, but... Kind of a controversial um, little, little discussion that was going on. This guy called Sean Hardiman, Hardiman, uh, from Rest Haven, Georgia, went out to Facebook on Monday uh, with this post. And I want to say before I say this, in full disclosure, he didn't mention this, but I will. Sean Hardiman from Rest Haven, Georgia, works for General Cigar Company, and they are in Cigar Aficionados Top Twenty Five and uh, usually are, and they are not usually in any of the blog guys' top-rated cigars or the podcasts or the, sto- the store's top picks. So he's a little angry about people 
dissing, basically, cigar aficionados' ratings. Um, General Cigar owns Cigars International, uh, which is a direct competitor to um, brick-and-mortar retail shops across the country. That being said, I want to read what he wrote. Uh, Everyone who hates Cigar Aficionados' top 25 has a top 10 that looks like this. One, boutique cigars no one has ever heard of. So I think I look really cool that I discovered it. See, I agree with that. Because for the most part, bloggers are the type of kid that was never picked when teams were divided up in the schoolyard. They were the social outcasts that got no love, so they want to look important. I give you Exhibit A. In full disclosure, Barry Stein is a blogger. Who is hated by other bloggers because I was the captain that was doing the picking of the cards. In what what sport? In what sport? sport. Yeah. Every sport. What a sport. Um I, I totally disagree with that in the respect that usually a blogger, even including yourself, is a real cigar geek that wants to know the new stuff, cares about the new stuff, and following the new stuff, as opposed to saying, I smoke Macanudo all the time. And they probably, and you made this point earlier, they, they probably made a purchase at their local brick-and-mortar shop. They bought shop. it. They, they paid bought for it, it. And now they're evaluating it on their own dime. Which, which there is a value to that. Yes, I, I think more, if you more go, of it. If you go back over time, you look, there was a year that General brought a whole bunch of bloggers down to the factory. And that year, all the bloggers, including myself, gave love to General. Why? Because they were stroking us. You get a little bit of love from a blogger. Does or does not these magazines take advertising for a lot of money? Cigar Aficionado, I understand, it's like $25,000 a page. So you buy a two-page spread, $50,000 per issue, and all of a sudden you're in the top 25. And I'm not saying that that's the way it goes, but if, if you're putting credibility to that, isn't there credibility to, is there anybody in their top 25, and the answer is yes anyway, but that is not an advertiser? In the... It's Cigar Aficionado. Yeah, there are a couple. Right, so we know, for instance, uh, Cro-Magnon that got into the top 25 was number 15. I don't think they're an advertiser, no, right? Well, Wednesday, not an advertiser. Okay. Uh, Cuban brands, not an advertiser. Yeah. So, I'm, are you arguing Cigar Aficionado's list is more accurate than no. a blogger's list? I'm saying neither one of them are accurate because it's the retailer that matters most because they can gauge the customer better. Okay, number two is cigars don't... Cigars... Uh, cigars that don't sell at all in retail, but supposedly great. So, yet again, I look cool. That's okay? number two. Number two. So he's saying that cigars that don't sell well for retailers, we're going to say this is, as a blogger, this is the best cigar. And, and I've seen it before. You know me. I go to yeah. cigar shops all over the place. Whenever I would work out of state or when, in my past jobs, we would end at a cigar shop. And you would see these cigars that bloggers loved, myself included, that just sit there collecting dust. Yeah, and the blo- the, maybe the blogger bought one and gave it the high rating, and it's not selling in the stores. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me take Lanceros, for instance, mm-hmm. that usually the bloggers are praising these Lanceros. They're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And they actually have influenced the manufacturer to actually make it. So one of the manufacturers will say, I'm gonna, we're making a Lancero. There's a lot of talk out there I see on social media. Everybody wants the Lancero. I go, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Well, that's the guy I'm that's going to buy the it. one cigar to do his review 
and then never buy the cigar again. Right, and, and there it is, a whole bunch of boxes because with 24 cigars in it across the country <laughs> sitting on the shelf. You're, you're a blogger, and you've got a limited amount of money, so you're going to buy each cigar once so that you can have the most amount of cigars on your site and be the most legitimate site. You're not going back to rebuy those cigars. You just buy it the one time. But you don't think that the bloggers out there is actually saying, this cigar doesn't sell and I'm going to talk about it. No, and, they're and not. Bring it alive. No, no. I no. Don't think so there's no credibility to that. I, I disagree with that. Um, number three. Liga Pavada, number nine. A so, shell of what it used to be. But that's, but that's what he's. This guy is it, it, saying all that every blogger is yeah. going to put on there. A Liga. <laughs> yep. There'll be a dirty rat or a flying pig. Stuff you can't get. Well, yes. So tough to get cigars and very full-bodied cigars. Yes. It's usually what the blogger likes yeah. to say. What um, I'm, I can handle strong yeah. cigars, and I'll say that that a lot of the a lot of the hardcore bloggers smoke a lot of cigars on a daily basis. So they can. So they want that strongest cigar, so yeah. they can taste it as the day goes they're, they're, on. Now you're taking the side of the blogger. That's good because that you are I a will, blogger. That I will give them yes. credit for. Okay, some rare Opus X only a hundred people got to smoke, so you look cool. This guy's really big on bloggers looking cool. The whole thing is bloggers, this is why bloggers do it, so that they look cool, is what he's saying. Again, I'm going to go to, they bought the cigar. They got the cigar, bought the cigar, smoked the cigar, reviewed the cigar, and they did it for nothing. There's a lot of bloggers that don't buy the majority of their cigars. Now they have to because of August 8th. Okay. But so a lot of bloggers, bloggers that got a lot of freebies. Number five is a throwback cigar, so you look cool. A throwback meaning what? An old brand that came back, or what's yeah, a throwback? Yeah, I'll disagree with that because for the most part, a lot of the bloggers try to do what's new, and they don't do the throwback thing. So I think he's way off base on that, Sean. Well, and how are you going to really get your unless you found from ten years ago a geek stick that's sitting on someone's well, shelf? Well, look at cigar aficionado. It'll take something and say um, we rate a hundred, and the the nineteen ninety four. Dun, Dunhill, whatever, yeah. Cuban, you know, when they rated 100, and, you know, they have one. And how, do they, how are they rating something like that that there's only one of or whatever? Um, so everybody has done that, I guess. Um, a Cuban, so you look cool. The bloggers, I don't see a lot of that, do you? Some of them do, not all of them. Yeah. You're getting weak here, buddy. You know, you started off uh, controversial that you even, even took a blogger I, I onto your that, side over here. I think that Cuban is geared toward one specific blogger. Okay. Number seven is another Cuban to soak in that awesome fact that you can get them. Yeah, now he's reaching into just like repeating so cool. himself. So cool. Um, number eight, a store-exclusive cigar from yet a state so you look cool that you get your hands on it. Yes, I live in uh, Tennessee, but I got this cigar from Texas or New Hampshire. Like the Cro-Magnum firecracker. May or may not wind up on somebody's top ten list. Not after this show. Well, <laughs> but, but, but I'm going to tell you, and, and this is the thing about that's bad with FDA of stopping this going on, because this was penetrating to a company like General Cigar. They were losing market share to these special releases and things like that, and General Cigar doesn't like it. And this guy who's, is he a rep for the company, I believe? He's a rep for it. Yes. This is actually affecting his bottom line. So, therefore... You're looking at your bottom line yeah. is why you wrote su such a thing. Um, number nine is a cigar you posted on Instagram that got the most likes because clearly it's cool. We did that a couple years ago. The first year I was here, we did a list of the top ten most likes that we got on the Cigar Authority. So it might be a dig toward me. 
Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you know this guy? Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. I, I don't. And I'm, I'm saying nothing besides I thought this was very interesting. That's why I'm bringing it up. And all the people commenting on it and, and bringing it, and it was a, it was a great thing to end up saying uh, just to, to get people engaged into it. Not that I agree with you. Uh, number 10, uh, some off the radar no one has ever heard of to cement uh, you knowing about you being a cigar expert all the while looking cool. And uh, so what do we think of this as a whole going through it? Uh, and I'll tell you, most of the people uh, liked it. Yeah, I think he, for the most part, nailed it. No, God. I know we're a different opinion here, but. I think he hit a couple of. A couple of points. Yeah, he's a little, the most. He's a little bit very all, interesting, though. A little bit all over the place because he has an agenda, also. Correct. That smoke the macanoodle and potagus because they're they've been out for a long time and they sell like crazy. Therefore, they are the greatest cigars. Not necessarily the truth. You know who sells the most hamburgers? McDonald's. Are you telling me a McDonald's hamburger is the best hamburger out there? Absolutely. No. Not. So you have to take that away from it because the distribution of McDonald's hamburgers are everywhere. The distribution of Potagus and Gloria Cubana and Macanoodle are everywhere. Therefore, you sell the most of them. But when you go into the shop that has a big assortment, and you guys work for me, you know we have 1,100 different cigars on there. You take a Potagus and Macanoodle, we have them, but they sell very, very little in comparison because now you're putting head-to-head. Beer, you were in the beer business. Yep. They don't like the microbrew beers, right? You talk to the people at Budweiser, they're going to say, oh, these bloggers that talk about these microbrew beers and stuff, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just trying to be cool. They'll discuss the lack of consistency in a micro brand that you can't get each batch to be exactly the same like they can. Is it better? Is it worse? Does it create a market where you're looking for that specific batch because it was so much better? Yeah. Yeah, some people do. And then you they have the look. secondary market where people buy a lot of them, and then they turn them over online. So when you were set up at a, at a beer thing, I mean, did, did this kind of talk, you know, a guy All comes up time. to you, and, and he says, oh, I drink Bud. And you would tell him why you should give this a try? Yeah. Yeah. If there was a beer that was similar in body to the Budweiser that he was used to be drinking, I would recommend him something else that has more flavor but won't overwhelm him. Yeah. And he can... Start trying, like you know, you have the the big Budweiser cores, Miller guys, and that's all they drink. And then you have the Sam Adams Harpoon, which is like dipping your foot into the realm of craft beer. Those are like macro craft beers. And then you have the guys under them who are the real small brands, the local brands that people don't really know a lot about, but they are very good. And I think that's how the cigar world is too. It's very similar, very similar business. And I know companies like General Cigar, Altadas and stuff, tried to get into that micro-brand thing. General Cigar, for instance, created a whole company on the side, Barry. What's it called? Foundation. Foundation. Foundry. Yeah. Foundry, yeah. Foundry. Um, Nick Melillo has Foundation. Right. Yes. So Foundry uh-huh. ends up trying to come out with all these things, and it's failure after failure after failure. Um, the reason why they would put something together like that is that they're being affected by these small, geeky brands. Right, that's our terminology for it. They are geeky brands, but people come into cigar shops that have a big selection of cigars to do that. Now, as a comparison with General coming out with Foundry, that's like Budweiser coming out with Shock Top. They came out with that brand to 
pull in some other people that were drinking those craft brands into drinking something that was made by the big guys but appears to be a craft brand. There we go. That's exactly what General doing. That's what they tried to end up yep. doing. Shot Top Pumpkin, by the way, very good beer. Yeah. Was it Shock Top Pumpkin? Yeah, there was. Shipyard Pumpkin. Shipyard. This edition of the Beer Authority is <laughs> no, no, but to you by it, Budweiser. Isn't the analogy it's so, so perfect? Similar. It's very so similar. similar. And the, the distribution they're going to get on their mic, supposed microbrew brand is massive. It's massive. Massive. That some guy that has a little brand cannot get into those things. So, so any, you know, somebody goes into a store that doesn't have a big selection and mostly carrying the stuff from Budweiser, all of a sudden there's a microbrew brand in there, they think. Mm-hmm. And it's really a Budweiser. And they also. can always keep the prices lower on them because they have the money to compensate with what they're selling on their larger scale of things. Yeah. So this is what it comes down to. That's what I took out of it anyway. But, uh, Sean, I don't know you. I'm not beating you up. I actually thought it was a pretty good uh, question you brought up. And uh, I don't think you win the battle on the, of the argument of it. But I uh, think you have something to say. And you said it. And we had something to say, so I said it, and uh, I'm, I'm for the bloggers. And that's the bottom line. I don't think uh, bloggers, the, the, the thing about bloggers, I'm going to say, is they use their own dime. They use their own time. They're not getting paid to do it. There's, there's honesty to that yep. automatically. Now, you take a magazine that somebody gave you hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars year after year after year. Don't you think you've got to throw the guy a bone? You've got to give them a little bit. You can't beat them up, you know, like the ash holes do, that you take an advertiser and you beat them up anyway. Well, the it, name is the ash holes. <laughs> so it was right there that but this was going to happen. And, they, and they, they don't have advertisers haven't yet. Haven't some of the top bloggers figured out a way to monetize their blogs? In a little way, yes. I mean, they have some advertisers yeah. on there, and they take care of them to yeah. a certain degree. Maybe, maybe you don't beat somebody up as bad as you would. You'd rather leave it out than, you know, you don't like the cigar, so you say nothing about it would, would be the, the, the plus to it because you don't want to hurt your credibility. Okay. You know, do you see um, loss of credibility? Don't name names or anything like mm-hmm. that, but do you see any bloggers out there that lost credibility because they went on a trip or they... Yes. You, you do? No. I do. I do. No. I do. I think some bloggers are also very true to the region they live in. Meaning what? So if a, if, a, if a guy is very big in their particular area and they get shown love every time he's in that area, they show loyalty to that person. So we have um, John Connie who lives up in Maine, and we have Hammer and Sickle that's in Massachusetts, yeah. and the New England guys that are here. Yeah. Um, you know, is it that we see them more often, or is it that um, they live up here, so therefore... Uh, we, we know more about their product, and maybe they're doing a better job informing us. And Well, look at Hammer and Sickle, for instance. Um, very, very big here in New England, but a blogger, say, in El Paso, Texas, doesn't really know or understand the brand, so they're not going to give that brand any love. But we're going to give it love because we see them. They help push their product. For the yeah. record, I think El Paso, Texas has a couple of retailers that carry. <laughs> okay, sickle. whatever. Just off the top of okay. my head, I think they do. Yeah, but you get the idea yeah. of what it is. Interesting. Uh, Texas was the worst state you could pick. <laughs> well, El Paso is right on the New Mexico border. It's off the beaten path across a war. Is, 
And I happen to be very, very good friends with the blogger that's based there, so it just popped into my yeah. head. Yeah. There are regional cigars that are hot, yes. hot in one place and not so hot in the other. Not existent in another. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's just because of distribution. Yep. That was a big shock for me when I moved up here from Miami. Yeah. They had all these smaller brands that were big in some of the smaller shops in Miami, but they didn't exist up here. Yeah. They have no reps. Miami is in a world of its own. Oh, yeah. Any, anyway, I mean, it's, it, it's a tough market for uh, somebody that that's, has no major concentration yeah. within that area. I hear it from everybody. So this is the Cigar Aficionado's Cigar of the Year. Uh, we have our contenders for the Cigar of the Year. One of these is going to be the Cigar of the Year. It's going to be either La Galera, Connecticut. La Galera Habano, Asylum, Connecticut, Garofalo Sungrown, CLE Shell, El Wuense, or Oliveros Gran Returno Habano. Those are going to be, those are our contenders of the year. One of them, and this one has an asterisk because something like this is yeah. not in it, but um, one of them will be the cigar of the year. The contenders pack are going to run out this week. Yeah, got in a lot of votes this week, too, of people voting, yeah. and a new leader has taken really? the Really? Okay, so this is it. They're forty nine ninety nine. You'll find the, a button there to buy it on the cigarauthority.com. And um, this, is, this is the end of it. We're going to get all the information. We're going to pick a winner. And on January 7th, we're going to tell you what that winner is. And the only common denominator between Cigar Aficionado and the contenders is that El Wawense. El Wawense is in both. For whatever that means. Whatever that is. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that, um, we're going to do the final wrap-up of the cigar. What do you think? Full-flavored, full-bodied. I'm getting, still getting that Fruit Loops, and I hate you for it, Johnny. You're welcome. You're but welcome. I'm also getting a lot of hearty wood notes, especially on the retrohale. I'm getting a lot of woody notes as well. Mesquite? Would mesquite, mesquite yeah, could work? I'll put that yeah. there. Huh? I'll take a bell for that. <coughs> mesquite. Dave's well in the retro hail. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Do, do one before do we go no through. No way. Back. Not doing it. I'm getting uh, more of the uh, spicy apple cider notes. Are still <laughs> that was David, not me. <laughs> I was just trying to show off. That didn't work out as planned. Yeah, you just just relax and push it out your nose. Yeah. No big deal. That didn't work as planned at all. <laughs> Holy God, it's full body doing that. Yeah, it is full bodied. It's even a little bit out of my comfort zone, but there's so much flavor to this. Cigar. It, listen, it tastes very good. I just wish it was milder, and it would be perfect for me because I love the flavors. It's building in intensity. It I, is. I'm telling you, it, As it started starts to in, narrow. in a seven and a half or something, and we're, we're at an eight and a half, possibly nine. nine. Uh, as it as it gets down to the band here, as, as I'm doing it, but um, very firm ash too. Yeah, gotta love firm ash. There we go. Okay, let's uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, we have cigar news. We are going to go into a um, our snack. We're going to have our snack, Great. and then we're going to have another top cigar from a different publication, and we're going to tear that one apart too. <laughs> so um, we're going to uh, we have the matchup of the week, the offer of the day, and lots more. We're live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio. We say with pride. Here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you happen to be smoking your LFD and Illusion Bull this year's Cigar Aficionado pick for Cigar of the Year, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth.
I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory to their post-rolling aging process. The cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Sereno knows too well. All Sereno cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli in Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014 allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solero was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For aging rum Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales 
where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. And Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're going to light up another one of their top picks and get some cigar news. Um, welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only cigar radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends watching us right now on Facebook Live. Here we go. It's time for the Halftime Snack. Today brought to you by Nabisco. <laughs> <clears throat> this is the pinwheel. <clears throat> of course it is. Sent to us by one of our listeners. Here is the <coughs> pinwheel. I'll tell you a little about it. Warning. I have never had a pinwheel. Really? I'm going to grab one, pass them down, give them to uh, Don't look at the back of the thing. I have to. The whole thing is in the front to decide if you're going to eat it or not. Yeah. So something has gone very wrong with the pinwheel. I want to give everybody a heads up. The pinwheel is a marshmallow sandwich cookie by Nabisco. It got smaller than in the past and a new recipe. So they took something that's been out here for a long period of time, a success, and they actually made it smaller and actually changed the recipe on it. The pinwheel cookie appears seasonal because... They tend to melt in the summer months, so it doesn't come out in the summertime at all because it's chocolate-coated. I see that. Would melt. I mean, so, you could store them in the freezer. Well, they don't do it. So uh, of new concerns are multiple reports of an off-taste rancidity on the new recipe. New chocolate coating released this February 2016 that they made the new pinwheel. And uh, people are going crazy. They call this the pinwheel problem. There is a problem going out there on the pinwheel. Um, to cut costs, uh, now wreaking havoc for the beloved fans of the pinwheel. Lots of complaints. One of them being, do not buy these new cookies. You will most likely be very disappointed um, if you are a diehard pinwheel fan. So I'm a fan of the pinwheel. Uh, Barry never even had one, so he can't let's, compare it to anything. Let, <clears throat> let's face it. You are a fan of just about every chocolate-covered confection on the planet. I'll try it. <clears throat> I have no rancidity. 
There it's was not bad. Yeah, there was no rancidness. No, it was like a Malamar with a chocolate cookie. Cookie was interesting. It was more fudge-like. Yes. It was a fudgy cookie. I think it's almost all right. a, Almost a brownie. It's all right. You know, I'd probably eat the rest of the package and then, meh. You don't know if you'd buy it again? Yeah, probably not. Well, you didn't buy it I the first know. time, so. No, I never bu- I never and tried it before. they're right next to you. Oh, thank you. to you. All right, well, I guess I'll suffer through another. Yes, he will. Yes, he will try another one. Way yeah. to take it for the team. Cookies, uh-huh. cookies that come like that, they're like the, like the uh, Pop-Tart. You know, you open up the pack, you take one Pop-Tart. You got to eat the second Pop-Tart because you can't leave one alone in the package. No, I don't eat a lot of Pop-Tarts. Yeah, same thing with the cookies. But you start a row, you have to finish the row. You're supposed to. If you're any what? kind of person. <laughs> have you ever only <laughs> taken one Pop-Tart? No, the, no. Never. And yet it says one Pop-Tart is a serving. Yeah, who, no one ever eats If you eats put that. them in twos, it's supposed to be two. There's two snowballs in a snowball pack. Right. You're supposed to eat two. It says there's supposed to be one. No. What do you do with the other one? It's not even a resaleable thing. Right. So you got to eat it. They know you're going to do it. They I had this friend, and this was a long time ago. We were kids. And I went to his house, and his mom had bought a box of Pop-Tarts, and they were in the cupboard. And uh, she goes, oh, Derek, do you, want, do you want a Pop-Tart? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So she, she gets the package out. She opens one of the two packs, takes one out, gives it to me, and puts the other one in the box. And I'm like, what, do you, what are you doing? Maybe it's because I was a fat kid, and, you know, I really wanted that second yeah. one. But she was like, you eat both? And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're supposed to. They come in a package of two. Right. Oh, no. No, that's not how we do it. And my buddy was like, really? You eat? You eat both? Like it was something crazy. Do you toast them? Uh, no, no. I eat them raw. Yeah? Gotta eat them raw. It's not really raw. They are it's baked. It's raw. But, if you're not but toasting they're on, the pop tart, they're undercooked. You're supposed to toast them, and then you put butter on them. Yeah, uh, yeah you put butter on butter a pop tart. Butter on a pop tart. It's so freaking good. So freaking good. <sighs> no? Have you ever done it? Have it's, you ever done it? Of course I've done it. Okay, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who, at this point who hasn't put butter on a Pop-Tart, they're a communist. There we go. So let's pass out the next cigar. And this is a number two cigar for Cigar Journal. And it's number two only because we didn't have number one. Or we would be trying number one. But number two, I like number two. Two is my favorite number. Nothing wrong with being number two. Well, it's the second hour. It all ties in. It's the second there hour. It's the number two cigar. I am not a number. I am a free man. Okay, what are we smoking, Barry? We are smoking a cigar 20 years in the making from a region untapped with the ideal climate and soil rich in minerals. This elegant cigar features a Dominican, features Dominican filler tobaccos, Yamasa binder, and Yamasa wrapper. The filler is further rounded out with tobaccos from Condega and Esteli. It's no cheap date at $22.99 a stick, $87.99 a four-pack, or $262.99 a box of 12 it is the Davidoff Yamasa. So a Yamasa wrapper and a Yamasa binder. So Davidoff says, what are we going to call this thing? We'll call it the Davidoff Yamasa. This is instead of a white band being on it, it's a black band with silver and a secondary band with red and silver. And it is the torpedo. It, which measures 6 and one eighths by 52. It's a torpedo because this is what they... Well, they call it a pyramid. Okay. That's what they, Cigar Journal... <laughs> says is the number two cigar of the year. And did any of us have this? Let's look. Cigar Journal. We have Davidoff Escurio as the number one, which was me. 
So do half a point? Sure. Um, sure. I have uh, Davidoff Nicaraguan Box Press, which is Davidoff, so I get half a point. I and this particular one got the highest rating of the year, doesn't even show up in the list. Yes. Now, what I did go through their list, as tasters, all four of us are blind tasters for Cigar Journal. And I'll tell you, it isn't Cigar Journal picking the Cigar of the Year. It's their tasters. But we got in this month four cigars. And I said, is there any chance that these are ones that they're going to redo? And the answer was no. no. The answer was no. Um, so they took what we ended up saying. And I wonder if... Um, did you happen to go through it to see if they were the top? It wasn't because no, no, we got a 94, 94 rated? Or the highest rated? The highest rated was 97. 97, and it wasn't listed. Right. They didn't end up listing it. That's weird. So I don't understand how that works. But what I do know is it's time to uh, cut our cigar. Cut our cigar. <clears throat> uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. The cold drawer reminds me of a Merlot. And pinwheels. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a wine thing going on there. I'll give that to you. Don't you want to push the band down a little? It's a little too close to the torpedo end. I like it. Or do I put my... My cigar too far in my mouth. You might be you might be deep throating that you, bad, you Larry. Just, got, just yeah. the tip. Only the tip. There we go. All right, we're going to light our Davidoff Yamasa Pyramid with the Vertigo Champ because this cigar is a champion. All the ones in the top twenty-five on all these things are champions. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. one way to look at it. So you got four. Or you have one champion, and then you have twenty-four we, losers. We do, the way we do it. The way we do it is we have a winner, and that's it. <laughs> there is no number two. No. So the Vertigo Champ retails for twenty nine ninety nine. It features four jets, uh, easy push-button start, a very large adjustment at the bottom, and the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. It's the Vertigo Champ for twenty nine ninety nine. So, Derek, is the Ash Holes going to come out with the top cigar of the year or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to do... You're going to narrow it down from all the cigars you smoke? All five. Yeah? Yep. We'll have a top five. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we'll, 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 we'll come up with something. Yeah, and maybe something you didn't even smoke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we smoke a lot of cigars yeah. anyway, yeah. and we talk a lot about different Other cigars. cigars, right, during the show. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll narrow it down to something. Okay. And... Yep. So this will be the first of, of you doing it. What are you uh, smoking this week on the show, this so Wednesday? This Wednesday, we are actually going to be smoking something from Tatuai uh, by Pete Johnson. It is the Tatuai Brown Label Especiales Lancero. Oh, my. Yeah. So wow, that's, that's a geek on top of geek on top of geek. It's yeah. a geek sandwich. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to be uh, lighting that up on Wednesday, live and you, from and 4 got, to 5. And you got Dan, who likes big ring gate cigars, yes. smoking a Lancero. This isn't going to go well. I yeah. think you're going to yeah. be three for three. <laughs> this this <laughs> week's was Oliver's pick, and I, I can well, see him picking something like this. Yes, you know, he's a geek. I, he, he's a geek. I mean, we're, we're all, we all have a certain level of geekiness to us. I but. think Pastor Padron really is a geek when it comes to Padron and LFD, and that's it. Yeah. He doesn't seem to like... Other people's stuff. 
Yeah, he uh, he's a big fan of the LFD, and he's a big fan of the Padron. He, he smokes a digger in his pipe, you know? Yeah, he smokes the whole digger, smokes and then the he whole puts thing. the last thing and gets his money's worth out yes, of his digger. So uh, let's um, once again remind you the um, Cigar Authority Care Package. This is not part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Is it? No. No. This is not part of the Sky Authority Care Package, but they go out at the end of the month. We're going to build up to maximum of 1,000 and stop there. We're not there yet. So if you want to be part of it, there is time to do that. Not a lot of time because we're going to stop December 31st anyway, no matter what. Actually, before that, whenever you're going to ship them out is when we're going to stop. Right. We ship them out, I think, the 27th. Okay. So that's it. Uh, 27th morning, we're going to end up shutting it off uh, if we don't hit that number, and that's where we're going to end up at. Uh, if you want to be part of it, look on the thecigarauthority.com. You'll see the care package. You'll get four cigars. You'll be billed $19.99 per month. That includes shipping. You will not lose. You quit anytime you want when you decide to tap out and you say, that's enough. I'm abusing you too much. I know uh, this is... $60 worth of cigars I'm getting for $20. It's not fair to you. Uh, I don't want to do it anymore. You can stop. And you don't have to say anything. You just send an email and say stop. And it stops. It's that easy. So uh, don't be afraid to do it. Um, what I think of this cigar is, um, my, you know, it kind of came out in conjunction or near at the same time as Davidoff Escurio. And that's my go-to new Davidoff is Escurio. Is it? As opposed to Yamasa. Really? Yeah. I would have expected the opposite yeah. with you. <clears throat> As I'm smoking it, maybe I don't give it enough attention, and I'm giving it attention now. That's it's, another thing that happened with these ratings. It makes me look back. Did I miss something? Right. Let me try that cigar again. Let me see what this is all about. So this is Cigar Journal. This is Cigar Journal's yes. top cigars of the year. Barry, what was Cigar Journal's number one cigar of the year? It was the San Cristobal Paradiso Quintessence Robusto. Okay, that's a cigar uh, made by My Father Cigars for the folks at Ashton, and they won the Cigar of the Year, so um, uh, good for them. They, uh, we, we don't carry the brand, so we don't have it here ourselves to grab, and we didn't have time to go to somebody else's store to, to grab it, so we went to number two, which is the Davidoff Yamasa, and it is this exact size, right, the pyramid? That is right. correct. And I've been told by other people they got it right. This is the correct size. Yeah, it absolutely is the correct size. The pyramid of, the, agree more. of yep. the four sizes, yep. no, no question. Okay, so um, none of us had it. We gave a half a point to Mr. Jonathan, a half a point to me, but let's look at number three. I had the same pick as Jonathan, so I'm going to give myself a half a point. Okay. And number three was the Padron Siri 1964 Anniversario Hermaso Maduro which is the four and a half by 60, 58. Just a regular, uh, the 64, the anniversary. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, that's a short, that's a short format. Yeah, cigar. short and fat. The tough thing about Padron on the, the blind ratings is, it, do you think that people know that they're smoking Padron? It's really tough. I mean, you, you're taking the band off, but it, a Padron's a Padron. You can tell by looking at it. Yeah. And you can tell a pyramid on Davidoff as well, because they all have that long, right. pointy... Um, do, do you give extra points when you end up knowing what the cigar is? Is, is it influential? I in absolutely try not to. Yeah, Me same, too. Same I try here. to just smoke I have, it I have as looked it is. at stuff and I say, I got a good idea that this is this. Or Barry sees me and says, you see 1643? I think that's the such and such. And I have already rated it and I did anything and I look, you know, 
now I, I've smoked a cigar, but yeah. I take a picture before yeah. just so I, I see, look back or something, and I say, hey, I think you're right or whatever. Um, short of destroying something, or, you know, I got it wrong, I got it yeah. wrong, but uh, it is what it is. So I, I give no credibility to, wow, I guess what that is. Number four was the Hoya La Amistad Robusto made by A.J. Fernandez. Another brand that we don't carry, but I'll tell you, I rated that cigar high. As did I. Yep, I did as well. Yeah. I I never had the cigar before, and I smoked it, and I gave it some 97 rating or whatever I ended up doing. And uh, thank you. You're welcome, A.J. Fernandez. (laughs) uh, It was a great cigar. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Number five uh, is my afternoon smoke. It's the AG Room Pelo de Oro Scurzo. That's a go-to for you. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Pelo de Oro tobacco. Yeah, so. little heavy for me. Great cigar. It tastes exactly little, like Fruit Loops. Little, little heavy for me. Is that a this year? That's a this That's year. That's this part? year. Yes. So uh, that Another was a ten-count box. And uh, so they're putting. Um, was the San Cristobal a new cigar this year? I'm not sure. I'm not a yeah. San Cristobal smoker. Uh, okay. So, okay, keep going. Uh, after that, at number six is the A.J. Fernandez Enclave Salomon. Okay, so A.J. gets two. Boom. There's a little guy with two in there. That's and, the box press one, right? Uh, Salomon. Okay. Uh, Salomon, my uh, goodness. At number seven is a Cuban Partagas Añejados Corona Gorda. Okay. And at number eight, um, cigar that Derek picked, El Centurion H2K CT Toro. Full point for Derek. There we go. Number nine is Leaf by Oscar, the Oscar Robusto. Okay. And um, I believe we did sample that in blind tasting yeah, also. On, here on the show. Yeah. Very good, right? Yeah, yeah that's is. the one we did on yeah, the show. It right? is. Yeah, and we, we praised it and we said it was great, it. and here yep. it is, and it got good ratings, and uh, that's interesting. Okay. And at number 10, uh, our friend Nick Perdomo, Perdomo Small Batch 2005, Toro Especial Maduro. And I think Mr. Jonathan was one that threw in a little Perdomo um, tin, small batch. Which is small batch. Tin, so you, there's a half there's a, a point. Half a point. So I'm tied with Derek. And as we know, tie goes to the former champion. And I was the <laughs> oh, champion on the last oh, list. As we okay. know. So... I am the champion so far. So <clears throat> just looking at number 11, because I'm always interested in number 11. Yeah, there's another dab it off, the Escarillo this, Corona. There Gorda. we go. And there's my <clears throat> half a point, but I'm too late to get a point or whatever. But we're pretty good. But now figuring it out, Cigar Journal, is actually our ratings. But it's, it's hard to figure it out because you would think that the highest rated cigar would be Cigar of the Year. But I'm... I'm I got to go and look and see what that San Cristobal got. So I'm looking at other people that put their top cigars out. Rob Report did it. And Rob Report picks the Davidoff Escurio as number one, My Father Le Bajou, Perdomo Damaso. Padrone Padrone Damaso. Very surprised at that. Um, Macanoodle Estate, 2015. Yellow. uh, is that a um, orange band cigar? I don't know that cigar. Yeah, I'm not sure either. That, was that the one that came out for Europe only, and then they rolled it out yeah, here I in think the states? It, I think it was. Originally, it was European oh, really? only release. I, I don't believe. know that. Imagine a Macanudo. I don't know about uh, and a Monte Cristo, Estuik, Estuik, Estate, S E S T O Q U E, Estique. I guess. Yeah, no idea on that one. Estoque. Yeah. 
Uh, so, so that's their list. They just do a top five on that. So back to um, who is the best people to um, or the most accurate um, top list. I'm going to go back to the Cigar Authority through Two Guys Smoke Shop that we've been doing it since 1999. And I do that because we hear it from the consumer as opposed to the blogger who's saying, this is my opinion and my opinion only. Yeah, based on one person's palate. This is many palates. Right. And, you know, we, we're taking it from the people who bought the cigar, actually bought the contenders pack, so smoked them all to be able to end up doing it. And we also uh, judge that the people that came in and bought a single and later on bought a box, they actually voted with their wallet. Someone becomes a multiple-week <clears throat> box buyer. We watch That's all huge. these different things that end up happening, along with everything else, including ourselves and, we, and our staff and everybody. And you can see our staff, we know about cigars also. But there's a company out there, Ambassadors Fine Cigars in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, Vartan. Easily the best-dressed man in the world of Absolutely. cigars. And he, he put... Um, More so than Herlots? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I yeah. To, I, went, I have to go creep him. And look I him went up. to a baseball game with him, and he wore a suit. Wow. To a baseball game. He so. can tie a tie double Windsor, and get the stripes on the knot to match the stripes on the tie. That's impressive. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a shop dresser. He knows his cigars. Um, he's a big retailer. I think he has two stores in Phoenix. And to, to my knowledge, I don't know if he's ever done it before, but he put a top ten out. I thought it was very interesting. So I'm gonna go, I'll go backwards on him. Number ten, he picked Matilde. You know the cigar that, well? Yeah, I've that's had Jose it a couple of times. I smoke yeah. it on a regular basis. Okay. I don't know it that well, but I've had it a couple of times. Um, not a new, new cigar, is it? Or it was redone or somebody had it, said It originally released, I believe, two years, and then this year they came out with a new blend. Okay. So we'll call it still new. Uh, Mi Korea, uh, Steve Saka's okay. uh, new cigar. Yep. And um, relatively new. And... Um, Herrera Esteli TAA, which had come out this year right. also, yep. uh, becomes number eight. Aroa, the last 20. Great cigar, underutilized, yep. unpaid yep. attention to. Yep. If you haven't smoked the, uh, um, the uh, Aroa, last 20, smoke that cigar. Is that the same as the first 20? Is it, it, it just is, I think it is the first 20. I think it's just uh, it, it was misprinted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, my father, the judge. Haven't had that yet. No, I did. I did have it, kind of full-bodied, kind of full-bodied. Uh, not that it, it didn't burn, burn perfectly, tasted good and everything, just over my stretch of there. But it's a new cigar. I guess it's doing very, very well that's out there. Is that a big <clears throat> ring? Yep. How big? It's like a 60-something, right? I think it's a 58. It's a 58. Yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's an all-day sucker. I mean, it's... Uh, you know, I, I got down all the way through it and stuff, but it was like, oh, my God, you know. Um, there it is, and um, that cigar is one size, um, and I believe it's available to everybody at this point. It came out for one person, and now it's available to everybody. PG, 25th anniversary. PG is Paul Gamarian. Yep. Paul Gamarian. It's an old-school cigar. It is, but the 25th anniversary, That's, so it must be a new yeah. one. Um, I used to be a big fan of Paul Gamarian, and we carried it many years ago when we were in Massachusetts. We moved to New Hampshire. Paul Gamarian told us we couldn't carry his product anymore because we were moving out of state. I don't want to be up in New Hampshire like he thought there was cows walking around and stuff like that. <laughs> You're going to let the cows <clears throat> smoke it. 
So we had a big argument over it, and he never let me carry the cigar, and that's it. But congratulations to him. This is a small, small guy, small company. Yes. Uh, been around, though, forever. Yes. I mean, the company's good. 25, right? It's got to be 25 years. Uh, Tatuaje La Verte, number four. Yeah. That came out. What? He did a new one this year. Okay, so he's, he's batting a 1,000 here of all new products. And that's the idea of the cigar of the year, of that year. Um, number three, Padron 90 would be definitely in my, in my top yep. thing. It was a could have been a contender type of cigar. Did he say which one, Natural Maduro, which one he liked, or he just, he just says enveloped 90. it to the whole brand? Yeah. Number two, Byron Elegantes. Which was nice to see. Yeah. Talk about a small, cool. small company. Second best cigar I've ever smoked in my life. There we go. And number one, Davidoff Yamasa. He picks it for the best also. So now, this is what I'm saying. I, I'm more the Escurio guy. I got to pay attention. Am I, did I get it wrong? Even you guys say, oh, I thought you would definitely be Yamasa. You'd be more into Yamasa. I, I've been basically chain-smoking Escurio. I gotta go back to Yamasa. Am I, am I missing something? It's very good. It has a, uh, a cinnamon flavor, specific to dentine gum, not trident cinnamon. This is the dentine cinnamon. It's a little sweeter and just a little bit more, a uh, little more bite to the cinnamon. And it's a little bit minty on the retrohale. I can see the mint. Yeah. Little mint. Little cinnamon too. Yes. Is that what you wanted to hear? There's, defi- there's definitely a canal <laughs> on, on, the, on the regular drawer and exhale, but when you go through the nose, it's a little bit mintier. Unique wrapper, too. Yes. So uh, that, that rounds up um, the uh, cigars for there, and that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. The matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle and why? Today's hypothetical battle is lion versus a grizzly bear. A lion versus a grizzly bear. It's not even a contest. Grizzly bear takes it. The lion, because he's faster. He can strike with precision, run away. It must happen. Come back. Back and forth. He's the king of the jungle. Yeah, grizzly bears don't live in the jungle. Right, because they're scared. So this would have to be a zoo. Because they're scared of the lion. I don't know about that. So, See, so uh, these two never meet? No. I don't think so, no. So it is hypothetical. It yes. doesn't even happen. Yeah, grizzly bears are colder weather, you know, Alaska. Yeah. Grizzly bears are massive, angry animals. Have you guys seen the movie The Revenant no. with Leonardo DiCaprio? Came out recently. He won an Oscar. It was his first Oscar win. Well, in the movie, a grizzly bear attacks Leonardo DiCaprio twice. Doesn't kill him. I'm going with the lion. Lion's going to win. Based on that, there's some real thought being put on there mm-hmm. that a man can, can survive through a grizzly bear. He cannot survive twice. It's not even a contest. A grizzly bear is easily twice the size of a lion. This is not David and Goliath. These are two killer animals that are the kings of their respective domains, one goes into the other domain, the lion does not come out alive. You guys have the, lost your mind. The lion's you, coming out. You don't Cats have to just disagree animals. with me just to, just to do it. You could agree that... Don't go first next time, and then you beat us up. You jump ridiculous. in right away. You have the answer in you two look, seconds. You looked at me, and I just went with it. He's a king for a reason. That's all I'll say. So, going we, lion. Lion? Lion. Lion. 
Grizzly bear, lion. I'm going lion too. The lion is the answer. You've lost again. How does it feel to always be wrong? I think you guys just do it on purpose to, <laughs> no. get, to get my goat. Don't go first. It's ridiculous. My ash, my ash finally fell off. I was just going to say, what a fantastic ash. It's perfect. <laughs> what a mess. Friggin' lion. Lion, the king of the jungle. The, the, this one aggravates me. This one aggravates me. It's the grizzly bear all day long. Look, it's the cool. other ones you, we could, they're up for debate and it's funny and it's Clint lions. Eastwood versus Chuck Norris or whoever we did. He, he it's lions, tigers, lion. and bears. The lion uh, comes first for a reason. Save the best for last. The, the most badass one. What did Dave do with, with Vartan's list? He went backwards. He saved the best for last. The winner goes last. Lions, tigers, and bears. The, followed by oh my. Yeah. There's no oh my after the lion or the tiger. The bear loses to the tiger. The tiger the loses to the lion. The lion is the king of the jungle. The grizzly bear is, is a bear. He's the strongest bear, right? Is there a stronger bear than the grizzly bear? No, the I don't Kodiak's think bigger? Polar bears. How about a polar bear? Polar bear versus a lion. No, it's still the bear. It's still the polar bear. It's the polar bear because the it's the polar bear because he's used to the cold weather more than. What's the, the bear. Chinese bear? Panda. 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 The panda versus panda gets his ass kicked by a squirrel. Panda <laughs> does. I agree. He loses to a hamster. Yeah, because he's cute. <laughs> So next Wednesday in the Ash Hole, you heard it. It's going to be a Tatuaje Lancero. Yes, sir. Lancero. Especiales Lancero. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what that's right. Right now, it's uh, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, there are two components to creating a positive first impression. What you say, conversation, and how you act. Body language. Want to be more debonair? Well, here you go. It's primarily about opening up your body windows. Body windows are simply part of your body that influence others to see you as more open or closed. Let's start with your heart. People will feel more connected to you and open up more if you face them straight on, literally heart to heart. You come off as more trustworthy when you're dealing with them straight. Even a quarter turn away from someone can make the interaction feel less intimate. Bet you didn't know that. Your eyes. Eyes are famously said to be the windows to the soul. So don't stare down at your feet or at your phone. Don't wear sunglasses unless you need them. And try not to blink excessively. Eye contact very often serves as an invitation for someone to approach. Next up, your stomach. One of the most common things to do with your arms is to cross them across your stomach. But this stance reads as defensive and puts a barrier between you and others that makes you seem more distant and aloof. Your hands, specifically your palms. For whatever reason, it's hard to lie while showing your palms. Dishonest people will ball them in the fists, hide them in their pockets, tuck them under the table, or secrete them behind their back. 
Jonathan, get your hands out from under the table. Conversely, showing open palms to others conveys honesty, trustworthiness, and openness. In addition to opening up each of your body windows, you should also be mindful of clearing any objects between you and the other person. For example, don't hold up a beverage to your chest while you're standing at a party. And when you're sitting face-to-face with someone at a restaurant or a coffee shop, don't put your drink, laptop, backpack, phone, etc. on the table between you and them. In fact, don't put your phone on the table at all. Research shows that its mere presence, even if you're not looking at it, leads people to keep their conversation more superficial. They subconsciously feel like they might be interrupted at any time, and so refrain from going deeper. That, my friends, is how to control your body language the debonair way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I'm actually thin. I just look big on camera. And we don't don't put our hands around our stomachs because they don't reach. He left out the most important body window of all, the fly. Oh, (laughs) the fly. The body language fly? Leaving your fly undone? You leave it undone, you have a nice conversation starter. Yeah? It tells the other person you're single and you're looking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you see somebody's fly down and you've just met them, does the person say to them while your fly is down, or do you leave it alone? No, I would, I would shake their hand and lean them in and say, hey, Superman's flying low. Because the first thing Jonathan does is checks out somebody's package. Right, because it says to them, I've already looked at it, by the way. I've already looked. Yeah, I fail to see the problem with that. No? Okay. You're going to go with it anyway. Okay, so our early thoughts here on the Davidoff Yamasa. Listen, it's very good, <clears throat> certainly deserving of, uh, of being in everybody's top ten. I have... Um, not as heavy as it looks. If you're doing barbecue, it, you, you, not barbecued foods, but you're cooking on the barbecue, mm-hmm. but you're using charcoal. Yes. And that charcoal taste that you get on the meats, Yes. that as opposed to you use a gas grill... The difference of it is the taste here. The grill marks. Yes. Yes. He's like the grill marks, huh? I just loved hearing Barry go, yes. 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 Very exciting. <laughs> yes. It, Barry, your flies down. Does, <laughs> doesn't a barbecue on, you know, you barbecue a steak or a hamburger or whatever you're doing on a um, thing with charcoal as opposed to use the gas grill, it has a different taste to it. Certainly that does. different taste 100%. is the taste. There it is. That's why Burger King has the better hamburger than McDonald's. It's flame broiled. It's flame broiled, but it's not through barbecue briquettes. No. Is there anybody that does that? Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be awesome. Maybe a caterer might. Yeah. You got any wacky flavor? Nothing? No, you've nailed that. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. Okay, we're going to go to break then. And when we come back, uh, we have the offer of the day. We're going to take a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, and some more in the mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit Drew 
DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. 
one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. we got cigar news, letters, insane news from the asylum, and guess whose birthday it is. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. Let's do it, Barry. Let's see cigar news. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. Dave, we'll start off with some news that might be interesting to you and Jonathan as well as you're both going to the Habanos Festival. Each year at Festival del Habano, certain cigars are featured. And this year, H. Upman will get the Sir Winston Churchill Grand Reserva Coseca 2011. Say that five times fast. No, thank you. Monte Cristo will get a brand new line called 1935. And lastly, Kai de Orsay will get a special cigar just for the festival. According to an article in the Washington Post, the chairman conservative House Freedom Caucus Representative Mark Meadows, a Republican from North Carolina, has delivered a list of 232 regulations to President-elect Trump that could be repealed immediately. Included in the list was a recommendation to end funding for smoke-free public housing and another that would remove tobacco products from the FDA's purview. In the list, the Republicans write, the worst fear of cigar manufacturers and smokers alike has been that the FDA will impose the same onerous pre-market review requirements on cigars that is currently in place on cigarettes. So some good news there. Yeah, they're hope. already looking to repeal. Yeah. And uh, a little and bit it, of a short... And he can. Like, people have asked me, can he? Because the FDA has control. Right. Can the president overturn this thing? The answer is yes. He still would need Congress to vote on it okay. because they had passed the original law. Yeah. So according to uh, a Constitution blog that breaks down that a president cannot overturn a law that has already been voted on. He could recommend it and call for a vote. Call for another vote. And uh, that's was up in the cigar industry. But he could suspend it. In, in, he could uh, suspend funding for it in the budget. He could, the budget that he sends forth to the Senate and what yeah, have you. Yeah, if he takes the, the funding away from it, it, it's gone whether they like it or not. Right. right. No money does. Especially in the housing thing. If you take the funding away to push for that smoke-free initiative, it cancels the smoking ban in public housing. Yeah, let them smoke. That's it. What's up? In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos 
which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? I like to dab it off your masa. I'm going to have to bite the bullet and smoke a, a Scurio in one hand and a Yamasa in the other and make a decision because <clears throat> I have not paid enough attention to this. That's the $40 decision right there. Really? <laughs> I find the Yamasa to be a little bit more refined and smoother. I, I like sm- the sizes on the Yamasa better. Mm-hmm. I smoke a lot of Scurio. I do. I'm a fan of Brazilian tobacco, but I think I would reach for this. I'm a fan of the Brazilian wax. Yeah. Big fan. There we go. Uh, I, I, uh, I like the way it feels. Now I get this vision of Jonathan laying on the table, table with his legs in the air. Yes, I do wax. yell Kelly, oh. Kelly Clarkson when they tear it. <laughs> What's your favorite Davidoff? My favorite Davidoff is not in production anymore. Yeah. It's the original Winston Churchill. Which we had. You had some leftover. I'm a Winston Churchill fan today. Of the new I like, I like the new one, too. I'm a fan of that also. If I had to pick one that's out right now, it is the Signature Toro is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't want to feel left out, for me, it's the short perfecto. <clears throat> of? Davidoff. Just the regular the short? The regular white label short perfecto. Okay. Davidoff, Nicaragua, the Edema. I uh, love that. Yeah. Love that cigar. They, they have been hitting one after the other yes, after the other, have. that's for sure. It's just amazing uh, the success that they're having over there. Okay, right now it's time for the offer of the day. The offer of the day. The Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? This is $5,000, guys. Yes. 5000 bucks. Barry's in. Eat a houseplant. Are we talking about a poinsettia? Because that's poisonous. Yes. <laughs> um, we can go with the uh, philodendron. We can go with a ficus, the African violet. The a ficus. That could be huge. <laughs> the spider plant or the aloe vera. I have, I have an aloe plant sitting in my kitchen window. I would eat it. So would I. It'll make my skin all smooth and shiny. You Get guys it. do realize what happens when you eat aloe. No. Nope. Your body produces an awful lot of um, fecal matter in a very... Question. Is it a laxative? How do you oh, know yeah. this? How do you know this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's done it before, obviously. <laughs> You've yes. eaten an aloe plant? No, I've not eaten a whole aloe plant, but I was bound up, and someone said that that was a safe thing to do, so I just grabbed a leaf and started chomping on it, and next thing you know, I struck oil. <laughs> you ate the whole, the whole leaf? Uh, most I didn't take the entire leaf to uh, take effect. Five thousand bucks? You eat the whole plant? No, no. Any no. of those plants? No, no, not for five grand. So you're you're in the woods and you're going to die of hunger. You'd eat the plant, right? You eat a plant. What would be the point of eating a plant that's going to make you go in the woods? No, just die. Die a respectful death. So eat the ficus. Ficuses can grow the size of that lamp. They're huge. It's, a, it's only five grand. No way. Not eating a house plant for five grand. <laughs> Barry, you going to eat a house plant for sure, five grand? Sure, why not? I, yeah? eat a, I eat a scorpion, so why not? House plant. Totally in. Totally in. in. Totally in, yep. I do it for a grand. I wish I was filthy rich <laughs> and I could, do, I could do this offer each time and then we actually do it. Like in a show after the show and the person does it. Can we get a little I would salad not. dressing? I would it? not. We have a tie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as you can. Oh, if there's salad dressing, <laughs> still no. I'll take creamy balsamic, please. I bet you will. A little oil and vinegar. And eat the whole house plant. 
That's it. That's the offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Which one should you choose? Don Raphael. Eat a houseplant, huh? I'm looking at these things. And please, if you have any ideas what offer of the days and uh, um, verses and um, some crazy things in the asylums and anything, go to the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority and give us some ideas. We're always looking uh, for some help. Looking ahead on the Cigar Authority, and I'll tell you, when you get through the holidays and stuff, it starts getting tough to put shows together. It certainly does. What are we going to have there? Nobody wants to come up. We know we have this connection problem every time we try to interview somebody far away. Things go wrong, so we try not to do that. We'd rather have them in there. You may see us doing some of them because winter is here and we can't get them up, but we try not to and try to do that, so we're looking for uh, that help. But looking ahead, this Thursday is going to be a tape show from 5 to 7 p.m. That's December 22nd. It'll be for our Saturday show, and it's Pairing Cigars with Music. And with us will be Dave Burke from Cigar Jukebox. He's a podcaster who uh, does has a very unique podcast. He's out of Australia. Uh, he's an American, though. He doesn't sound Australian. Um, and he pairs songs with cigars and multiple songs as it starts and goes through halfway through. I've gone through the process. You did it? Yep. Your show hasn't been on it yet. Hasn't been, it How hasn't was it? Yet. You had fun? It was I good? Did. Yeah, it was great. It, yeah, it turned out good. Uh, I know Steve Saka has done it recently, and his just aired also. Um, interesting thing. So we're going to bring him on. We'll talk about what he does, and we're going to actually smoke the Byron Disquinditos in the tube. That this, is my favorite cigar of all time. And this cigar is part of the Cigar Authority Care Packs. $33 cigar. Remember, Nineteen ninety nine includes shipping. You have four cigars. This was one of the four this month. Don't expect this each time, but we try to throw something different in each time, and we're going to smoke it on the show. Um, so this is going to be our Christmas Eve, basically, cigar, something special. So that'll be on this Thursday. The following week, again, we're going to tape it on Thursday, and I promise you after that we're going to go back to our regular schedule. Uh, no Chuck again on the um, for that show. Um, so, uh, well, no, Chuck is going to come in on the Thursday one, right? Chuck will be with us unless the Patriots are on the road in the playoffs. Oh, that's why. That's why this note is here. Okay. So we're going to have the end of the year wrap-up uh, the following week, and uh, we're going to smoke a Perdomo Champagne, again, part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and with George Tappies, T-A-P-I-E-S. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Um, he is another blind taster for Cigar Journal. He's from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I've never spoke to him, but a fan of the show. He's going to be up visiting New Hampshire, of all places. Perfect time Jonathan, of year maybe, for him. Maybe he could give you some Brazilian wax techniques mm. because he's from Brazil. Mm. Maybe. I'm, yeah. look, I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to have him on um, the uh, Thursday, December 29th show from 5 to 7 o'clock. Um, and January 7th is the Cigar of the Year announcement, the Cigar of the Year announcement. Other the. people do it, but this is the one. And um, we'll smoke last year's um, Cigar of the Year, which is um, Recluse. Recluse Amadeus Habano, along with the winner, whichever one that's going to be. And that's part of the um, Contenders Packs, which are still available and will be available until probably Monday, and that's the end of it if you listen to the show late because the majority of the people who listen to the Cigar Authority listen to the podcast after. Monday, call in right away. If you're listening to this, it's Monday. Call in right away to get it or else uh, it's over for the year, and we'll see if we can ever do this again depending on FDA and what happens there. 
So right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum, odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. All right, boys. Coffee is not just for closers anymore. We can add binge drinkers to the list. Are you paying attention to this, Barry? This is going to save your life right here. According to studies, drinking four or more cups of coffee per day reduces your risk of cirrhosis of the liver due to excessive alcohol consumption by 67%. It is advised that once you go black, you don't go back. As research showed little to no benefit from drinking sweetened or creamed coffee drinks, I will be able to follow my dream and take up binge drinking for the next 300 years. I drink a lot of coffee. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! <coughs> what was so insane about that? You could binge drink. Yeah? It's okay to binge drink? It's okay to binge drink as long as you drink a lot of coffee. All right. 67%. Not 65. It's 67%. 67%. So you know it's accurate. All right. So we're running out of time, but I want to try to squeeze in this classic three-way. So let's do that. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Who's our champion? Isn't it me? I think it's Jonathan. I think it is, too. Uh, that was just so you could say, I'm the champion. You'd be all happy. The champion. Okay, today is Pope Francis's birthday. Religious leader. The 266th Pope of the Catholic Church, who took over Benedict the 16th on March of 2013. He made waves through the world for his modern views on homosexuality and contraception. Pope Francis, born today what year? It is 1936. 36. 33. 33? 42. 42. We have a two-point. Mr. Jonathan, two points, 1936. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. Today is, Barry, this is to you, mm-hmm. Manny Pacquiao's birthday. Boxer, Filipino boxer known for the nickname the Pac-Man. 
Also became the 8th Division World Champion, received a BWAA Fighter of the Year Award, named the Fighter of the Decade, Manny Pacquiao. Born today, what year? 1978. 78. 72. 72. 86. 86. We have two points again. Barry Stein. Damn it. 78. Two points. He and I have the same birthday almost. Well, same birth year. And this is the last one. Derek, you need two points to tie. You guys are fighting for the championship over here. Today is Chuck Liddell's birthday. Chuck Liddell. MMA fighter. You know him? Yes. Former ultimate fighting champion known as the Iceman. He compiled a career record of 21 wins and 8 losses and inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. 21 and 8, and he's, and he's the Hall of Famer. But he was a champion, and he was great, and uh, he was born today. What year? I'll say 1980. 80. 76. 76. 68. 68 for the point. It's 69. <clears throat> Giggity. Barry Stein, the new champion. This classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, it is a classic cigar available at great brick-and-mortar retailers across the country. So that is it. Final thoughts here. show flew by. This is always a good show because we talk about the other people and what they think uh, instead of just what we think. Just a quick shout-out to that. Oscar Valadares was in the chat room on Facebook. Congratulations to Oscar. His number nine rating. Yes. Uh, another great cigar. Yes. One that I sampled as a blind cigar yep. and gave it a huge rating. Yep. Uh, never smoking that cigar before. Yep. Something we might smoke on a future show. Yes. Absolutely. We have it put aside and um, put us in because I want to carry it. We don't even carry it. All right. I'll have yeah. make the call. Great cigar. I, I, smoked I, I really like that one, too. Yeah, I was I was pleased with that. Yeah, I it, think I gave it a ninety three. I don't remember the numbers, yeah, but I, I know it was remember. high. It was yeah. one of the top ones for me for yeah. the year too. Seeing it show up there, listen, you, you got twenty people smoking your cigar. Four of them are on this show. So, uh, but the thing is, we don't know, and we don't you all know, have so the same palates. Yeah, but if you know the cigar is great, you know you got four people doing the right thing, and we're gonna meet one uh, or the fifth one coming up. Uh, is going to come uh, on the show uh, in two weeks. Two weeks. So, uh, final thoughts on the Davidoff Yamasa. It, uh, it's getting a little heavy as I'm getting close to the band, but it's not over the top strong. I would put it at a solid medium. It's creeping into medium plus now. Uh, the cinnamon has kind of stayed as a, a true flavor yep. throughout. Uh, you nailed it with a little bit of that uh, barbecue-y, yeah. toasted, blackened beef kind yeah. of flavor. Yeah. Very good. I really enjoyed it too. There was uh, I, I started picking up on that cinnamon note about halfway through. It wasn't there the whole time for me. I agree. I'll just throw in on the retro hail. It's a little minty, but other than that, Jonathan and David uh, nailed it. Good cigar, and I I will on my own be going back to back with nice nice problem to have. You retro hail that thing? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice thing to have two great cigars and. You can't figure out which one is better than the other. Good problem to have, right? Yep. You want the ratings for the Oscar? I got them up. Sure. Uh, so, Dave, you gave it a 90. Mr. Yep. Jonathan gave it a 93, which mimicked Derek's score of a 93, and I gave it a 91. So it had a 91.75 average from the four of us. Yeah. Not knowing what the cigar is. And I had never had it before. Did you? No, I did not. Jonathan? Uh, nope. nope. Derek? Nope. So we never even had the cigar before. And uh, the packaging, by the way is outstanding 
It's in a box that looks like the, the wooden mold that opens up. I think it's a box 10. Box of 11. 11. Uh, opens up, uh, and it's in its own little uh, thing. And they're, they're, yep. and they're all wrapped up in the tobacco leaves. like uh, A candela uh, leaf. Yeah, a candela. Uh, but it's not a candela cigar that's inside. Right. So we didn't have it with the leaf, obviously, obviously. Um, with a band or anything on it when we ended up trying it. But for the first time today... I saw it in this packaging, which takes it up another step. Just, just in packaging Agreed. alone, it's beautiful. Looks so good. they got it going on. Uh, and a little company that is um, getting the attention of the big magazines. Yes. That's, that says something, too. So uh, you got it going on. Um, next week, we're taping the show on Thursday, December 22nd at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're pairing cigars with music. And Dave Burke from Cigar Jukebox in Australia will be joining us via the computer. So, uh, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed if that ends up working. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you happen to be smoking your Davidoff Yamasa Pyramid, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie.